Football, just two days away. The Bet the Algo pick five. Pete, what's happening, my man? How we doing? How we doing? I'm so jealous of what you're doing for Thanksgiving. I know. You're doing the USC Notre Dame game? USC Notre Dame, yep. That's on Saturday. Going to spend some time in Orange County, California. Beautiful weather. Um, Yeah, and fucking this game is going to be huge as well. USC need to win. They need to win out. Probably hope LSU beats Georgia for them to maybe have a chance to get in the the four. So uh, it should be an awesome game. A night game, USC, it's going to be great. I mean, that sounds absolutely perfect. I can't wait for Thanksgiving. We've got three football games on. We'll be talking about one of them here on the pick five. But first, I wanted to just give a couple of plugs. Uh, First off, anybody uh, who's getting all access to our information, our output from the model, our takes, all the Sunday picks, giving you the Circus Sports 5 million, which by the way, is the top five favorite picks. We overlay the value index models output. And then me personally, I've got a little bit of manual override on what my favorite is. So I try and align what I like with the algo. Went four and one last week. We went big three week, and two. four and one. We need four and one for the rest of the fucking season. And I think you win some money. I think we have a chance of being yeah. in the top 100. We going into week 11, we were 800 and something. My guess this week. And that's we probably, just being three and two basically every fucking week. Yeah, we're like 58%. Exactly. So if you could improve that and get a bunch of four and ones, maybe throw in a five and oh to kind of cancel out a, fr- a three and two, I think you got a great shot. We've got a very good shot. Yeah. Very good shot. Uh, find us on patreon.com slash bet the algo. It's 10 bucks a month. It's nothing. You guys gamble that way more than that on probably the World Cup right every, now. Yeah, every game on Russian table tennis late in a Sunday night when you're on when you're you know you're fucking over the threshold, you're trying to get back under, you're betting on fucking Putin's cousin to beat <laughs> fucking some Hungarian late night and you wake up and you hit it and you're never been so happy in life. So yeah, yeah ten what's fucking ten dollars? It's nothing. Absolutely nothing. And nothing. And the algo is doing well this year uh it's went seven and five last week 58 and change percent uh we look to make you know anywhere from 58 to 62 percent yeah seven five and two great week uh (laughs) by the way i went eight and four you went eight eight four and two you had another i mean you're just continuing to rack up solid week after solid week it was another great week for you That's the other thing, too, what we put out on the Patreon. We put out our picks. Obviously, you get our picks here on the pick five, but you get every pick from myself, Pete, uh, and then obviously we can fade our friend who's having a baby right now, Brad, uh, who's down like a trillion dollars. He's gone through five bookies. To be fair to Brad, he went seven, five, and two last week. All right. I got off the snide. I went six, six, and two. I feel incredible about getting off the snide, so... Just a quick update on the overall totals. The algo at 79, 67, and 4, 54.1%. Um, That's wrong. 
That's from the week before. Sorry, that is week before. This is week 12. You're right. The Algo at 86, 72, and 6, 54.4%. Um, Brad at 76, 82. How much at, money is he down? He is down $1,360 on the year. That baby has no baby food. <laughs> no, no diapers. No diapers, nothing. The fire station's just around the corner. I hear they take rescues if you drop them off at the door. Yeah. That may be happening. Um, but you are, so myself, I am 87, 71 and six, uh, 55.7% up seven thirty dollars You lead the way at 93, 65 and six up a whopping 1,870 bucks on the year. The algo just by the way is up $540 on the year, 54.4%, really, really solid. The one last thing to, to, to note though, right? I was thinking about this today. We're only on week 12. There are over a hundred fucking games to bet still in the regular fucking season. Like there's a long way to go. Long way to go. Long way to go. Week 12, we go all the way to week 18 in the regular season and we'll have playoff picks obviously, but a lot of football yet uh, left to go. So uh, that, that, that gets me excited. Yeah. That gets me very excited. I love to hear that consistently. By the way, the Algos just had two losing weeks all season yeah, long. That's what you want to hear. Long. And by the way, the losing weeks, they were six and eight. Right. Like, that's not going to burn you. No. What I love about this, it's consistent. It'll keep you in the game. If you're trying to make bets to make money, good luck. Because you're going to do dumb things. Okay. It's not going to happen. If you do it for entertainment, the algo is a great way to stay in the game. Unit management don't be dumb. Listen, Mitch, as, as you said during the week, I loved your take. Let's not gamble here. Let's make educated bets. Let's bet on the algo. Let's not gamble away our fucking money. Let's make smart bets with science. There's a big difference between gambling and making bets. Bets are based on data, based on a process that's repeatable and over the long run, you'll be up through hundreds of games. You're going to be up based on our historical data. Okay. That's what the algo is going to help you do. Now, again, subscribe, patreon.com slash bet the algo. You get my picks as well. I do have an advantage when we make these picks. I've said this before. I see what the algo output is before we go into these discussions that makes me a better, better. It really, really does. Uh, I also created the algo. So, so you're, I, you're the scientist, really. And so I know, when it's, I know when it's off. Mitchell Flax, as he's known around PhD, these parts. PhD. I have a PhD in Vegas handicapping. Yeah. Uh, one of the, one of, to put it. No, nobody else has that uh, degree. I'm going to say one more thing. By the way, uh, our thank you to Backdoor Cover. Thank you to Roster Watch, wherever you're joining us. Uh, we're streaming them on both. So thank you to both. Uh, my good buddy Byron over at Roster Watch started an app called Angel Fire. Head on over there. They've got free money that they're Free giving away give in away. squares and pickums. I mean, it's just signing up, downloading the app and then playing the games. So get on there. Uh, I'm on there routinely and playing the games. It is mindless. 
and maybe you get a quick hit. So uh, there's no money to put up. It's completely free. And so I'll be heading on over there. As long as those contests are open, those squares fill up very quickly, but maybe it pays for your uh, Patreon subscription. Um, Okay. Should we get into it? Let's get into football. Let's get into some football. Uh, The first game, naturally, the Bills, of course, playing the Detroit Lions. Line opened up at nine and a half. No real line movement here. Bills coming off a, I don't know, kind of, I guess, did they even leave? They've been in Detroit. They've probably just stayed there, right? They wouldn't no, fly back. They did fly back, actually. Yeah. Wow, interesting. They, they flew back to have a couple of days with family Is was the reasoning behind it. I mean, it's not that far a flight, right? Like, it's not that far to go in order to, like, the players are sitting there going, well, why am I in this fucking hotel not at home with sure, my family, I get right? It. So I'll right, get on a flight. Yeah, exactly. I'll jump on a fucking flight for two hours or whatever it is. Um, the Lions, ahead. by the way, they're yeah. six and four against the spread. Uh, they've been an algo darling. The Bills are four and five against the spread. 52% of the money coming in on the Bills. What do you got to say about this? Yeah, I, my first thought is... The, the first feeling I have is the poor old Detroit Lions always playing on Thanksgiving and always stinking up everyone's Thanksgiving. Everyone, like, I might, listen, I've been in this country now for, since 2004. I've been in Austin since 2009. I feel like there's been, my, my feeling of Detroit is just sitting around on Thanksgiving and everyone talking about how miserable it is to watch them play football because they stink. They've always stunk. They always lose. They're always getting blown out, blown the doors off. And everyone always comes up with the same thing saying, why the hell are Detroit always on Thanksgiving, right? It's that feeling that we have. And I remember hearing from the NFL about this very topic. And the NFL and the owners will never take this this away from Detroit to be on Thanksgiving because it gives them that one time where they are in prime time and they do make a bunch of money. And it means a lot to the city of Detroit to have this game, right? Sure. So it makes sense. It's their, like, Thanksgiving, we're giving back to Detroit, right, by letting them play on Thanksgiving. I think this is a year that we could finally maybe see some really, really fun good Detroit football. I love what I saw last week when yeah. they played. Um, they went into New York and completely manhandled, manhandled that New York Giants team who have as good juju in their building as anyone right now. They have a new coach who's walking around with swagger. Everyone feels good. Saquon is healthy. They have no real wide receivers to throw the ball to, but it doesn't fucking matter to them. They're getting the job done. Daniel Jones is playing great. They're young, and they kicked the shit out of the Giants. Yeah. And they ran all over them. Jamal Williams leads the league with 12 touchdowns. I'm blown away by that stat. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, He's getting it done in the red zone. They're really good red zone offense. And the one thing that you had said about Goff was on the road. He doesn't really do well. Well, he changed that last week. He looked great. Detroit looked great. I saw the head coach's speech after the game, Campbell in the locker room. It was awesome. The players were behind him. I love Detroit in this spot. This is one of those games where on a short week with everything that's going on in Buffalo, it feels like this is a danger little zone for Buffalo. It's a game that they 
with with Josh Allen, they they lose like a lot of the time. I feel like so. I'm definitely taking the points here. Something seems a little off with Buffalo these last few weeks. I mean, still, this is a Super Bowl f- contender, probably the favorite right now. Uh, maybe you slide KC in ahead of them, but they're going to be there at the end. There's no question in my mind. But the last few weeks, you know, the travel back and forth, even though it's a short flight, look, I, I drive uh, down the road to San Antonio and back and it kills me. Uh, it's like a three hour deal. Just the travel process is tiring. We all know it. And I think that going back and forth, not being at home, they kind of lost a home game, although they got away with a win because Cleveland actually, I think, outplayed them on the ground. They had more uh, overall yards than Buffalo. Detroit is a, I said this last week, Detroit has a very well-balanced offense. They're top 10 rushing, top 10 through the air. The best thing what I've seen happen over the last few weeks is the amount of points, because this is the worst defense that we've seen in the league. I mean, they were just giving up loads of points. What's happening over the last three weeks, this is a top 10 defensive unit that is only allowing 19 points a game over the last three weeks. (laughs) So that's Denver, Tampa, great defenses. Washington is giving up 17 points. Denver and Tampa Bay, 18.7 points a game. Detroit is in that company. They're actually better than Dallas, who's ranked number one year to date over the last three weeks. They're giving up 21 points a game. This Detroit defense... This is what we need. And I think, I agree with you. I'm going to take Detroit here because I think, and by the way, Detroit's record, when I was growing up and I just started uh, betting, uh, probably not betting because I didn't have a strategy. I was gambling on games. Everyone was like, you got to take Detroit on Thanksgiving. And they have these four or five year little spells where they actually win and cover. But they generally don't lose games by a lot of points, even when they lose. Other than a few here, I think in the last decade, they got blown out by New England. Uh, I think they got blown out by the Texans. But this is a team I think is going to hang around. They may not win this game, but this is going to be a close game. Their overall record on Thanksgiving is like 37 and 43 and 2. So uh, not it's, that bad. it's not terrible. Right. It's not terrible. Uh, I'm on Detroit. The algorithm, most importantly, Buffalo wins, no surprise there, 27.51 to 26.2. You're getting almost eight points of value on the Lions. Quick, quick. do you know what the over-under is? Uh, I, I mean, I could look it up real quick. Real quick, I will tell you. Here's two little tidbits. 54 and a half. Wow, it's 54 and a half. I love that because... That algo score is hit is telling you take the under the under for in the last five Buffalo road games has hit every time the last five Buffalo Detroit meetings have all hit the under so the last five Buffalo road games plus the last five Buffalo Detroit games all hit the under the algo saying the under by the way Lions four zero against the spread in their last four games following a straight up win. All right, moving on here. Uh, we're going to Atlanta, Washington. Washington. Yeah, we're going to go to the Atlanta, Washington game. Okay, fair enough. Um, by the way, if you want all of the picks, head on over to patreon.com 
slash bet the algo. Sorry. Atlanta Falcons, Washington Commanders opened up as a three and a half point favorite. It's now at four points. Washington coming over a dominating victory. Uh, they are now six and four against the spread. The Falcons are seven and four against the spread. 89% of the money coming in on the Commanders. Yeah, as as I said to you, I am... Um Last week, that was one of my passionate takes, I felt, was the letdown we were going to see after a massive Eagles win, beating the only undefeated team. And Washington went in and looked fantastic. They looked really, really good. I think what's important to, to realize about this team is two things. One, their defense is serious. It is really, really impressive. And to add to that, Guess who just got activated to the 53-man roster? Oh, Chase Young. Chase Young. Finally. Just activated to the 53-man. So you imagine that defense, as hyped and as pumped and as good as they're playing, they just got an extra boost that is going to be massive for them. So now they get to go home, play against an Atlanta team who proved a, a few people wrong early in the season with some big wins. But now I feel like... They're regressing to maybe what we think Atlanta might be. Listen, Cordell Patterson has been fantastic, and he's carried that team really when he's been healthy. Um, But Mariota is regressing a smidge. He's not playing great football. Washington in this spot, I really struggle to see how you take the other side. Um, This line I would have expected to be closer to seven, to be honest with you. The fact that it's four... I'd be jumping all over Washington. I love the commanders this week at home. Give me Washington. Yeah, as much as I love Washington, this is going to be a very close game in my opinion. Look, uh, I just mentioned in the previous game, Washington's defense has been out of bounds. Uh, In the words of the famous Guy Fieri, man, their defense has been out of bounds. (laughs) And they got it going on. Uh, This team is ranked 12th year to date on opponents' points per game, but they're, again, just letting up 17 points a game their last three. And the reason why I always mention last three games is that's the rolling window or part of the rolling window that factors into the algo. So it is incredibly important when we talk about those last three games and how it affects uh, the outcome, at least in the form of, of the algo's uh, output. But Washington, they're overachieving on defense. I mean, they're ranked 12th year to date, but they're averaging three points less that they're giving up. On the offensive side of the ball, this is what stands out to me the most. Year to date, this is a you know an average uh, NFL offense. But as of the last three weeks, this team is putting up more points than Philly, Baltimore, the Chargers. Uh, I mean, they're putting up 24 points a game. This is a phenomenal offense that is absolutely dominating teams. I'm very excited about Chase Young coming back. That being said, Atlanta's a pretty damn good football team. And, you know, they're slightly regressing a bit on offense. I think this is a three-point football game. And Washington will come away with the victory. But I think Atlanta's going to do enough to hang around. So me personally, I'm going to take the Falcons. I think there's a point of value personally on, on, on that Falcons because I think this is going to be a closer game than what people think. Most importantly, 
the algorithm has Washington winning 23.11 to 19.02. So the reason why... So, so it's Washington, though. Washington is getting... Eight, Not even a point one of a eight point. tenth wow. of value on Washington. Pay attention to this. Yeah, line. that line is going to matter. Pay, that the half a point will shift the pick. Half a point is going to shift the pick here. One, uh, one quick little thing on that game, right? Two two sides coming head to head in terms of Atlanta five and one against the spread in the last six games on the road against Washington, but Washington. 5-0 oh, and 1 against the spread in the last six. So you've got two teams, one team hot right now, but Atlanta going into Washington haven't been beaten in six games against the spread. So um, yeah, it's, I, I, I like your take. I can see a close game. And I don't know if I mentioned this, Falcons are 7-4 against the spread. Commanders are 6-4 and four against the spread. Um, loads of money. Yeah, all the money's coming in on Washington, 71% of the tickets. So that makes me, um, that makes me want to take Atlanta. Certainly, um, a little bit here. Um, I will give this little tidbit. The Falcons are 6-1 and one against the spread their last seven games following an against-the-spread win. So, uh, odds are on their favor here. Um, yeah, if you want the rest of the Thanksgiving Day games, uh, we've got some good ones. Head on over to patreon.com slash bettheyalgo. We'll have all the output by confidence, my picks, Peter's picks, Brad's picks, and of course, the algorithm's picks. So just $10 a month. Find us over there. By the way, we also have social media now, as much as I hate it. I am running our social media. I do what's called posting and ghosting. Love it. Uh, because I, although there is some content that I like there, but uh, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, find us there. Give us a follow. Talk to your friends about us. Don't tell your wife about us. <laughs> Uh, we don't want to contribute to your bad habits, but we do want to help your bad habits and make them better. Okay. Houston at Miami. Miami coming off uh, a... Bi- I'm sorry. Jets. Chicago. Jets. Yeah. Bears at the Jets. This line opened up with the Jets laying three and a half. It's now four and a half. That line certainly tells me uh, that Fields probably is not playing right now. 73% of the money coming in on the Jets... Just 51% of the tickets. Bears are four and six against the spread, and the Jets are six and four against the spread. And Zach Wilson looked absolutely disgusting last week. Yeah, I, th- I think, well, listen, first thing, Fields is questionable. He's day-to-day, right? So we don't know. Uh, my feeling is he plays. I, I think he ends up playing with what I'm hearing, the day-to-day. That's what my gut's saying, but that's definitely something to pay attention to here because it completely changes um, this game. Uh, we're, I'm going to talk about it as if he is playing. Okay. Um, I think, yeah, Zach Wilson, I, it's amazing how one week, one week and one game has almost taken everything that the Jets have done to this point in the season and fucking set it on fire. And it's as if it doesn't matter. Going into that game against New England, the Jets were 6-3, and three, feeling unbelievably good about themselves, coming off a big win against Buffalo. Yeah. Feeling great. Zach Wilson, like, no talk about his job or his performance at all, just him maturing, and he's now 6-3, and three and everything's feeling good. To, in one game, also, on a day, 
when the wind was blowing 25 to 30 miles an hour in New England. The wind was just whipping all over the place. Now, it didn't seem to affect Mac Jones because Mac Jones was was 23 or 27. He had a great game. For, he was 23 or 27 for 268 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I was blown away by so that. So Mac's statistics was great. The reason New England didn't score at all was he got sacked five times on third down uh, in Jets territory and folk missed two field goals that he, should, that he would normally make. So it looked as if New England couldn't do anything either. That's but they actually, moved the ball. They moved the football. That, yeah. they, right. It's just not the case. They passed it fine, and they, they moved the ball perfectly okay. Um, the third down killed us. Zach Wilson, on the other hand, he just had a stinker. He had a stinker. It, it, like He was missing quick little seven-yard hitch rates that were like wide open and he was bouncing balls, you know, 10, 12 yards from the line of scrimmage. It looked weird because he has a strong arm. He really struggled in the cold and the wind. It, he looked uncomfortable. Now, you know, New England were getting to him all day. They had some offensive line issues like we had in terms of injuries. Um, but the worst part of that was what he said after the game when asked the question, do you think that you you and the offense let down your defense after they only gave up three points? He said no. Yeah, which is bananas. It's to me. completely bananas. That was a perfect opportunity for him to just say, "Absolutely, I got to be better." That's on me. We have to be, do better. We can't only score three points. We can't only have two yards in the second half. They had a hundred and eight yards or something like that. All. They had a hundred and they had a hundred six at halftime. I mean, so they had I two yards. No, like I'm pretty sure I could get I two could yards. Yeah, you could fall forward on a QB sneak. And I'm get pretty fast. I run like <laughs> I run four. I run like a four five forty. So listen, um, very difficult weekend. So this is, but what I will say is, this is kind of a perfect little time to play the Bears. I think. You know, the Bears have lost a bunch of games here, and the Bears aren't very good, right? They've shown glimpses. Fields has shown glimpses of looking fantastic. But at the end of the day, their defense has been underwhelming, and they've lost a bunch of games late because Fields makes a bunch of mistakes, throws interceptions. This Jets defense is legit. They are really, really good. They get to go back home. They're going to run the hell out of the football. They're going to run it a lot more than they did against New England. And... Zach Wilson, there's no way he plays that that Pat poorly. He will have a bounce back week. I absolutely love the New York Jets in this spot. Hammer the Jets, I say. You know what? I agree with you here. I was pretty torn. Uh, I like everything you're saying. I really do. Because I think this is a place that the Jets will certainly get back on track. The Chicago defense is non-existent. And I say this week in, week out. I love Eberflus, and he's a defensive-minded coach, yet this defense is atrocious. Not only are they ranked um, like 27th year-to-date in opponents' uh, points per game that they're giving up, but they are averaging seven points more. I'm sorry, six points more, giving up 31 points a game their last three weeks. That ranks them last. Yeah. Last. Not good. They are playing Terribly. Now, on the other side of the ball, they are a top six offense. They're putting up 28.7 points a game. So I think the Jets get back on track and get a win here. But this is a three-point game. 
I'm going to take the four and a half points. Even if Trevor Simeon plays, I like the Bears here to cover. I think there's an extra point of value in my eyes. The algorithm has the Bears winning 24.39 to 14.3. This is the largest value index of the week by a mile. 14 and a half points of value on the Bears. The the algo says the Bears are going to absolutely kill. Well, one the thing, Jets. one last note. I think the algo also banged Zach Wilson's <laughs> yeah, friend's mom or whoever it was. The um, one thing that Algo and Mitch Riders will love about this is Chicago five and zero against the spread the last five times at the New York Jets. Wow. Okay, that makes me feel a little better. Yeah. All right. Now, the reason why I was thinking about Miami because we're here in Austin. It has felt like Chicago the last two weeks. I don't know what I'm doing with myself. I don't like it. That's why I moved here. Uh, but Houston, after a absolute stinker of a week against the Commanders, are on the road in Miami. This line opened up at nine and a half. Miami coming off a bye. It's now at 12 and a half, seeing some books giving 13 points back to the Texans. This is wild and can't be right. I'm seeing 91% of the tickets coming in on my. Miami, 99% of the money coming in my, on Miami. This is wild. And this is I mean, all that, according that to Vegas feels, Insider. Yeah, that feels right to me. That, I mean, listen, 99, I don't know if I've ever seen that, right? That is, that's outrageously, uh, that's an outrageously large percentage. But how does anyone, how does anyone go in and take their hard-earned money and give it to a bookie and say, I want to put this on Houston. I don't see it at all. And I think what's adding to that is Davis Mills sounds like he might ha not have a job on Sunday. So the QB starting is in question. Okay. So Lovey Smith was quoted as saying, um, everything's on the table right now in terms of quarterback going forward. We need to have better quarterback play. So whether he starts, I don't know. I don't know who the backup is. Do you know I, off the top of your head? It, it, it's probably somebody with a shorter neck than <laughs> long neck Mills. But by the way, I mean, dude, as bad as the Texans are, right? They've got one win. They've covered four. They're four and five against the spread. Yeah, because, and, right. And, and as good as Miami is, they're five and five against the spread. So it's not out of line here. Um, while you're giving your take, I will uh, look up the Texans yeah, I, chart here. I think at the end of the day... Um, Listen, a couple of those Miami losses against the spread were when two was out. Oh, God. It's Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen. That's who it is. Yeah. Sent Isn't he an A&M guy? I think he's an A&M guy. He could be. I, I actually don't know. Yeah, he played for uh, the Panthers, didn't he, A few for, for a little bit? I don't know. I think he was part of the cleaning crew that used to clean my house on a Wednesday. <laughs> I'm pretty okay. sure he was a part of that crew. Fair enough. Um, so... Listen, I think, yeah, the Miami losses against the spread, I can pretty, I'm can i pretty confident you can attribute two of those to when two was out, right? Their, their losses, their three in a row losses that they had were when two wasn't playing. They're undefeated when Tua starts and finishes a game this season. Okay. So they haven't lost a fucking game. Um, furthermore, this game is in Miami. The Miami Dolphins are at home. They are 
10 and 1 straight up in their last 11 home games. So they are very, very difficult to beat down Miami. They have way too many weapons for this Houston team. Um, Tyreek Hill does whatever the fuck he wants against the best defenders and cornerbacks in the NFL. I can only imagine what he's going to do against Houston. Waddle will be back doing his little dance in the end zone. Uh, I, I'm just going to, I'm going to follow this 99%, which feels awful. Usually Texas, the Texans are my darling team in terms of, I love jumping on them. I, I pretty much take Houston. I think every week I'm going to get off that bandwagon after they got crushed last week. And I'm taking Miami here. Uh, Kyle Allen, yeah, he played at A&M, then went to Houston, when actually had a pretty good team. Uh, kind of been a journeyman, spent some time in Carolina. Owns a cleaning uh, service in Austin. <laughs> uh, went to Washington, and now he's in Houston uh, making a couple million bucks a year. So, you know, here's to being a, a backup quarterback. Um, here's the thing. I, I don't... Texans just they're terrible on the offensive side of the ball. They're not great on the defensive side of the ball. I think really the only, you know, glaring statistic that I see that's decent, that's decent is their opponents pass completion rate. So they've been fairly decent there. They're ranked ninth. Uh, I don't think that helps them going against this team. I think two is going to have an absolute field day. This is going to be a blowout. The Texans, you know what? Just have a good time while you're in Miami. Go to space. Go to the beach. Forget it. Who cares about this football game? You're not winning. You're not going to make it competitive. Miami by a billion. This is an easy, easy play. I feel like a complete idiot. Idiot for going with 99%. (laughs) But the Algo has Miami winning 31.59 to 16.4. For those of us not good at math, don't worry. That's over two points of value on the Dolphins. That feels really good. This is, you know, the algo usually likes dogs. It, it, like, it like, does. It, this it, is wild. It's coming into its own though now. Now is where the algo starts to separate itself um, and really take stride. I, I, one last thing here on this game. Houston, eight and two in their last 10 straight up against the Dolphins. Whoa. Which is a quite a large sample size. And what's even crazier about that, if you think of the last 10 times that they've played, there's no way Houston has had a better team, you know, for uh, for uh, uh, most of those. They did have Deshaun for a couple of those seasons, so they were half decent. But yeah, I just, I think that's quite amazing. Houston, maybe they have Miami's number, but um, yeah, interesting stat, eight and two in the last 10. Wow. Uh, that is an interesting stat guys. If you like the content, you want to hear all of the models outputs. You want to hear my picks. You want to ride Pete or fade Brad. Don't be a Brad. (laughs) Come join us. Patreon.com slash bet the algo. Give us a follow. Give us a like. We'd love to engage with you. Shoot us a DM. If you've got a question about a game, uh, perhaps it's something that we might be able to Give you some insight on. Uh, The Chargers go on the road against the Cardinals who are coming back from a, like, I don't know what that was. I mean, if uh, they, they look terrible. 
They absolutely look terrible. This line opened up at the Cardinals lane. I'm sorry, getting two and a half. They're now getting four and a half. Kyler's probably going to play is my guess. 94% of the money coming in. By the way, it's Tuesday. 94% of the money coming in on the Chargers who were seven and three against the spread. They've been phenomenal. Uh, and the Cardinals, by the way, five and six against the spread. Not terrible. I would expect worse. Yeah, and you know, uh, all that money any of the money coming in today is after watching Arizona stink it up. On, I called on, it on prime time. You nailed that game. Absolutely nailed that game. Um, what was interesting when it went to 14, three, my first thought was, Ooh, it feels like Nick, Mitch nailed this one. Um, and then and, they got one back. And then I saw Arizona score and I was like, Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe we could be in the, this is the 10 point game. And, it, it, it's going to be, my take was Arizona would score late to get inside the window on the 10. Close. And then, um, and to be honest, I didn't watch any of the second half, but then I remember checking it just before I got to bed and I was like, wow. That you were was, watching Bachelor in Paradise. I was, no, what was we? Oh no, we were watching um, Yellowstone. Great, okay. absolute banger of a show. Uh, but yeah, 38 to 10, obviously San Francisco you know, nailed down their defense. And I, I like Steve Young, Young's take. Now I know Steve Young, obviously a 49ers legend, but he talked about on the pregame right before when they were all making their picks, he said, this is the game where everybody realizes that this 49ers are the class of the NFC. And getting to the NFC championship game, you know, if you're a Cowboys team or whoever you are, you're going to have to beat a phenomenally good 49ers team. And he, he was spot on as well. 38-10 was, you know, that was a perfect game for them. They ran the ball. They did whatever they wanted, really. Debo looked great. I just traded Debo in fantasy. It didn't look great to see him running around back there. But, yeah, I mean, you think Kyler Murray's going to be back because the word was he was very close to playing last night. So hopefully he's back if you're an Arizona team. The Chargers, though, they play everybody close, right? They've played everyone close. Herbert's look good. They, you know, took the lead late against the Chiefs in a big game. The Chiefs, I feel like no matter how much time is left on the clock, they somehow fucking go down and score and win. It's just a killer to play oh, against. They complete so many Buffalo. of those, those third and longs and fourth and longs, and they just get them all. I, it, I guess this is what it feels like this is what it was like to be a fan playing against New England with Brady. You know, when you just thought right. you had them and, oh my God, they just never stopped winning. But the Chargers have been very impressive, to be fair. I haven't been really a fan of them at all, all season. And I've bet against them a lot and I've been burned. Um, so I'm not going to do it here. I'm taking the Chargers. I think this is a game that they win. Um, and Arizona probably continue to not look very good. So give me the Chargers. Yeah, I think uh, Cliff Kingsbury um, might get fired next week. I, I really do. I think he's... So on you're the, taking Arizona? <laughs> uh, I, I think his job is absolutely on the line. He's the next man out if they're going to fire a coach this deep in the season. There are a couple things that looked okay on a couple of drives, but this is just not a complete team other than, you know, look, Hopkins looks great. I actually think James Conner has been fairly serviceable. He's been pretty decent. Have you watched any of the, um, 
HBO Hard Knocks in season with the Arizona Cardinals? No. Tell so, me more about. This. I haven't seen it. I was just. I was actually kind of hoping you had. But it's it's like the Amazon Prime series. Yes, where it was all or nothing. The in season. So right. Followed, so Hard Knocks, which I complained about, was garbage because it was only preseason. They've now corrected that, and it's the Cardinals, and it's in season. It's on HBO Max. Um, for anyone to watch it, I I've heard a couple of people watch it and said it's it's great, but it'll be interesting to see the dynamics of this team. Is it as bad as we it looks from the outside? I think last week, so as much as I think the Chargers kill them, and you know, from statistically speaking, these defenses are pretty similar. Um, just on the other side of the ball, Arizona, uh, you know, they're not terrible, but they are giving up more points than they're scoring. I mean, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're yeah, they, that's correct. They're, they're putting up 21.8 points a game, and they're giving up 26.9 points a game. Okay, there's there's a five point difference right there. There's your differential. I think this is probably a three or four point game. I think this is closer and the Chargers may be up. And I think Hopkins probably gets a last, you know, few minute touchdown to get a bet. I think this is this is my backdoor play uh, of of the week for the bet the five pick. And I think they're going to keep it close. Um, or at least come back at the end and and get a cover. Um, well, wait. So you're you are taking Arizona, even I, though you think that Kingsbury's getting fired. I still think, yeah, I still think they lose the game. Oh, okay. I think they lose the game, but I'm gonna take Arizona with the four and a half points. I think there's you know probably uh, one or half a point of value there uh, with Arizona. They're at home. Um, the algorithm has the Chargers winning 22.19 to 20.81. You're getting three points of value on Arizona. Yeah, I think this is going to be a closer game than what people think. It feels good going up against the 94%. I'll have one of those uh, that I'm, I'm fading because we took the Miami game. So uh, the algo, to recap, is on Detroit, is on Washington, is on the Bears, is on Miami, and is on Arizona. Guys, we wish you a happy Thanksgiving uh, for the Patreons. We will see you on the other side of the paywall, so stay tuned. Pete, anything else to say? No. Let's let's uh, get into these next games, the other side of the paywall. All right, guys. Take care. <laughs>